This episode of Cut the Foreplay is dedicated to my upstairs neighbors. They say when you have anxiety that you need to ground yourself, anchor yourself, find a totem of sorts. The foundational characteristic of this totem is that it needs to be consistent. And my upstairs neighbors have sex every Saturday at 2 p.m. No more, no less. I cannot tell you how much this grounds me because seasons come and go, the apocalypse is here, but them having vanilla mediocre sex every Saturday at 2 p.m. is eternal. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Whoa, 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 welcome to another episode of Cut the Foreplay. My name is Nadia Favorite. I'm your host for this and every other episode until the internet goes away. A few things have happened in the last week that made me think what I need to talk about today is big dick energy. A cheeky bit of sausage right now will do us all good. And I know what you're thinking. It's going to be an episode just about me. Ah, ha, ha. Good one, Nadia. But reality is that it's an episode about people that do not have big dick energy. And I'm sorry to the male species, but there is an abundance when it comes to choice. But I picked three big stories with a bunch of little stories. Does that make sense? Three big lack of big dick energy with small stories of lack of big dick energy. It's Dick inception. Dick exception. Dick. I'm trying to figure out if I'm okay with the word dick. You know what I mean? It just sounds so heavy. It sounds like if someone mushroom slapped you, you would get a concussion. You would be concussed. Or if someone just slapped their dick on your shoulder, you would get scoliosis. I think dick is too aggressive for me. What shall we pick? Not sausage. It's too much to pronounce. Uh, penis. Very medical. Cock. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Nope. Let's go with penis. So the first person on my list, not a surprise here, because there's a lot of people in this nation with uh, lack of big dick energy. And the nation that I'm talking about is the roots, India. Specifically, Indian politicians. I want to talk about a Mr. Uh, Sukhbir Singh. John Janapuria. <laughs> Let's just call him Mr. Singh. Now, Mr. Singh, uh, Mr. Singh, an MP from Northern State of Rajasthan, was among 24 MPs who tested positive for the virus on September 14th. Local media had reported. Why is this important that a politician in India tested positive for the, for the coronavirus? Well, let me tell you. A month before the diagnosis, he had uploaded a bizarre video to his Facebook page. First of all, so archaic. Who uploads videos on Facebook? Unless you're getting money, then it's kosher. I ain't hating on a hustle. Hating. I turned into Miley Cyrus's cousin there. Also, she stopped being vegan and I'm very upset about it, but we'll talk about it some other time. Now, Mr. Singh, he uploaded a bizarre video to his Facebook page in which he could be seen sitting shirtless in a mud field blowing a conch shell. You know the one, like from the seaweed, you know, less green, but what's it called? Little Mermaid. The No, that's a, that's like at the club. I don't think shells do that. I don't know how, sh what do shells sound like? Now I'm tripping. I am an island child. I should know this. Nadia, channel your inner Moana. Fuck it, I've forgotten. Anyway. 
The news broke as India surged past 5 million confirmed cases of the coronavirus, adding to 97,894 cases overnight. Now, here's the thing that's tripping me out. That was the country's largest single-day rise yet. Now, I need to give you the figures because I need you to understand the absurdity of, of what he's done. India has also suffered more than 83,000 deaths with 1,132 people perishing from the disease within that day alone. And a politician speaks up and says, hey, if you rub a bit of mud on your body, I swear you're going to be absolutely fine. I want to post that video uh, for you to watch because it's it's also making me feel weird because I know he's a bad man, but at the same time, I'm like, how adorable is he? He looks like an orangutan. He's literally sitting with his thin legs and his giant, like, beer gut. He just looks like a giant baby talking to people, and that is no person to hold any position ever. But I think if he joined OnlyFans and he was into kind of that infantilizing kind of shit where people pretend to be babies and other people are sexually attracted to that, he would make a lot of fucking money. So essentially, uh, Mr. Singh, call me. I can be your manager. We can make a lot of bad money. Dutty. So after Mr. Singh's, I'm not saying it's correlated, but I'm saying after Mr. Singh's little mud announcement, it took India 11 days to go from 4 million cases to 5 million. 11 days, meaning it now has the fastest rising coronavirus outbreak of any country in the world. Do you think WAP's music video had an effect on the world? Mr. Singh's naked mud wrestling, that one takes the fucking cup. And to be honest, like I know this is devastating, but we're all wondering the same thing. Is he living up to the uncle stereotype where he's wearing the chuds? Full on white chupi in the mud. Chupi chuds. Under where? Under here. Apart, together. Across, apart, together. The worst part of this situation is that he's not the only small dick energy man to say that he has a cure for something that he doesn't have a cure for. Let's go through the list, shall we? Alexander Lukashenko, the president of Belarus, said earlier this year that riding tractors, drinking vodka, and taking saunas would prevent the disease before testing positive for COVID-19. I love this. He's like, hey... Let me think about the most masculine thing a man can do, and that's going to cure you of COVID. Oh, what a tit. Riding my tractor, drinking my vodka, fucking bitches, and having premature ejaculation. Oh, oh, oh. Let me Google this guy. I want to see what he looks like. Oh, no. Oh. I wish I could unsee that. This guy looks like he's never had consensual sex in his life. The next man I want to talk about looks like Gandalf, and unfortunately, he doesn't even look like Gandalf the Grey. He looks like Gandalf the White. Like, full-on looks like he should be the most adorable person in the world, but instead, he's a church leader in the Ukraine who blamed the pandemic on, quote, sinfulness of humanity and same-sex marriage, and later, he tested positive for COVID-19. I just... I, <laughs> I can't see a follow-up statement to that, but he probably just tweeted like, JK, oh, well, that was your psych. <laughs> You're telling me that this man truly believes that because the ginger from Modern Family is starting a family with a really delicious, hairless man, that we all are going through the pandemic? You're telling me because Neil Patrick Harris is sticking it to a hottie, we're going through the pandemic? You're telling me because Halsey and Cara Delvine are scissoring, we are going through the pandemic, guys? Uh. Man, the heteros are really upset that other people actually have orgasms when they have sex. This is what I've concluded. Ukrainian church man, you've got small dick 
big energy. Like I'm talking like you use a tweezer with padding on each side to masturbate. That is your level of uh, lack of big dick energy. <laughs> I did not realize how dirty this episode was going to be, but uh, woo, editing Nadia is going to have a job today, I'll tell you. In Mexico, President Andreas Manuel López Obrador revealed he was carrying amulets, which he said protected him from the disease. While the governor, Luis Miguel, claimed poor people were immune to the disease. Let's dissect this for a second. <laughs> ah, from uh, the nation that brought us the Sinaloan drug cartel. You're telling me this guy is the one who's in charge? I would rather those guys with their masterminds. So carrying an amulet will help you stay immune to COVID-19. This is nuts. This is like full on an episode of Jackie Chan Adventures. I don't know if you remember that uh, animated show. It was absolutely everything. This dude had to go around and find amulets and put them together. And when he did, like this bright light would shine and it was Jackie Chan that was doing that. I may have been the only person in the universe who watched that, but if you did actually peep it, tweet me. It's Nadia Favory. I feel like it's the start of a... Let's not beat around the bush. Let's fucking just get married. Let's just do it right now. We won't find anyone better and we both know it. So what these guys are telling me is that if I quit my job and I was broke and I just stayed home and watched Jackie Chan Adventures, I'd be both poor and amulet-seeking and I would be okay. I am so here for that. I wish I could hire someone like Mahalia or her to come in and just throw in some new age R&B vibes where they just say men are trash, but in the background as I read this, that would really give me tingles in my nether regions. Moving on swiftly to human beings that do not give me tingles anywhere forever and for always. Uh, again, of course, this takes place in India. A lawmaker as well from the state of Assam, that cow dung, and urine could be used to sterilize infected areas. I, <laughs> I'm dying. That one's actually pretty funny. And a yogi who also happens to be the chief minister in Uttar Pradesh. Wow, I'm really terrible at this pronunciation, but just take it. Just take it. Take it. Suggested yoga as a cure as well. I want to say this as a fucking public service announcement. Today, I'm throwing all of my ailments right on the motherfucking table for you to see. As a person who has an autoimmune disease, as a person who has lupus, well, me, Selena Gomez, and um, uh, Lady Gaga, we're all in the group chat. You know what I mean? I'm the least successful, but I'm okay with that. So as a person who struggles with lupus, I really do not want you to come at me with your cure. So if you see I'm sick and you go, hey, Nadia, you're you're looking a little sick. What's wrong? And I'm like, oh, you know, good old SLE, good old lupus is just taking me down. And your suggestion is you should do more yoga. You should drink more water. You should drink water with haldi, aka turmeric in it and some lemon and honey. I swear it'll boost your immune system right up. Reel it the fuck back in. If you Google it, you will find out that lupus is a fucking disease where your immune system attacks you. So let me put this out there in a way that people can understand. If my immune system is a security system in my house, it means that the security system keeps shooting me every single day. And what you are suggesting is that I upgrade my security system. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I hope it does because I need people to stop telling me to drink fucking honey drinks to cure an autoimmune disease. It's like those people that tell depressed people to just smile. <laughs> Your body has a chemical imbalance. It's okay, just 
smile, you'll be fine. But instead of just berating the aunties, I, I am gonna give you solutions. If you see that someone with an autoimmune disease or someone with a chronic illness in general is unwell, the correct things to do are as follows. One, if you're super awkward about it, just shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. Two, just be honest. Bruh, you're looking real rough, but foundationally snacky, so there you go. Also, your booty got me lost like Nemo. You got a great personality, don't worry about it. If you die, I'll body roll at your funeral. You know what I mean? Like, things like that, absolutely kosher. For the aunties that are actually gonna use that later, you know... Mashallah, good for you. I'm really happy about it. For the ones that will still continue to offer me an ancient remedy that will boost my immune system, some moringa, um, uh, I'm gonna fuck your husbands. On to very major lack of big dick energy is the one, the only, the truest Cheeto dust covered Mr. Donald J. Trump. The J stands for just look at my tiny dick. So he said earlier this year that scientists should look into whether disinfectant could be a cure for the virus. How, you might wonder, by injecting it. He's like, if we can spray disinfectant on walls and, you know, floors, why don't we just inject inject it. I mean, this is the kind of like forward thinking that we need in our lives. If rat poison can kill rats, why don't we immediately inject it straight into our bodies to kill bad feelings instead of smiling, <laughs> instead of smiling to cure depression, inject that straight into your head. Honestly, I'm like LOLing, but like... Uh, this is definitely a real suggestion that he would have. And then we're going to reel it back in straight to the homeland of the Republic of Kenya. Now, Mike Sonko um, suggested earlier this year that we drink Hennessy, that it would serve us as a throat sanitizer, that if we drank it, we would not get COVID because COVID can only enter you through the mouth. <laughs> I just, I can't. Even in that reasoning, it's still fucking stupid. And he said that he would include alcohol in his little distributed aid packs. And he did. He had little airplane miniature bottles of Hennessy that he gave to people that can't even afford food. But I don't even know if that's the thing that offends me most about him. So Mike Sonko, I mean, you don't follow me on socials and I don't follow you. So there's no way that you'd be hearing it on the internet. But if you happen to be listening to the wonderful 98.4 Capital FM at 10.30 on a Wednesday night, then I'm talking to you directly. Mike Sonko, the most tragic thing about you is that you have embezzled so much and stolen so much from the people, yet you couldn't take a little bit, just a little bit of that money to hire a fucking stylist. Literally, you look like the poster child for new money. Honest to God, at this point, it's like inevitable that politicians will steal from us. I know my taxes are going directly into someone else's pocket, and I've made peace with that, but I suggest that when that happens, you put it to good use. Baby, if you're gonna mistreat me, you better be wearing a nice fucking outfit, man. Okay. Woo! Damn, I had a lot to say there. That that topic wasn't supposed to last that long. I literally wanted to give you like one or two COVID-related small dick 
energy vibes, but we really went for it. We're gonna move over to another topic when it comes to food, and we're gonna move over to France because they have delicious food and a lot of delicious people, I can't lie. I've dipped my toe in both, and it's been a good time. So, a man with a very difficult name to pronounce, a very French name that I don't wanna have to say all the time, did the following. So we're gonna call him Jack. Jack had previously won many prestigious awards and his decade-long ownership of restaurant Les Galions, including a Michelin three-star rating, which is absolutely fucking nuts. Now, the restaurant situated in France, which borders Switzerland and Italy, fun fact for you if you didn't know, had reached enviable status for its creme souffle, which gastronomes from around the world would travel thousands of miles just to taste this high-end dessert. Now, when Jack... (laughs) I can't believe this is real. So... Jack was also forced to admit that he paid his employees bonuses at work for 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 this. For, I I don't know how to say this. Our main man Jack here used to beat the meat into his food and serve it to his people, to his clients, to the food consumers. Into the food, splat. You're like, huh? Yes, I really enjoy this consistency. And he's in the back like, yeah. The semi-worst part is the fact that Jack was also forced to admit that he paid his employees bonuses at work for their production of semen, (laughs) which amounted up to two liters a day. Two liters of semen. I'm just going to vomit right now. So you would masturbate into a cup, which you then brought to the chef, who would then weigh it in front of you and pay you a bonus at the end of each week. Wow. I thought I had seen a toxic work environment. This is something else. Employees were also encouraged to collect and refrigerate semen at home and even bring in their used condoms that were filled with spunk. Oh my God, the used condom part is the one that is sending me, at least when it's like fresh from the source. Instead, you're like, hey, it's say, oh my God. And then it has the other person's juices. Well, this obviously makes sense because the reason that Jack was caught is because, is because of the following. People that came to his restaurant contracted genital herpes and syphilis. I can't imagine you're just going out to dinner with your significant other and then a few days later you got the herp you got the sifts so he had to offer a public apology and much like a man who has uh, a lack of big dick energy he included the following statements in his apology he described sperm as an extraordinary culinary ingredient and he said that it has much to offer modern cuisine with its atypical aromas and unique flavors aha Gaslighting Susan. Never thought that would happen in a situation like this. Also, would I consume food that has semen in it? I mean, I don't want to, but if we're, you know, imagine a world 30 years from now where we have to for some reason. I mean, I guess I, fine, I would. But then the person who's providing said semen has to be vegan because I will not consume any animal products. That's my main concern. I'm like, I don't want any like, you know, beef aromas. I don't, I don't want dead animals in that mix as well. Please. Like only one 
fucking trouble at a time for me. Okay, this next story is my favorite for many reasons. One, it's the most outrageous and it reminds me that it doesn't matter how long that I've been telling these ridiculous stories, I will still be surprised. The more I see, the less I know. Holy mother fudging titties. Number two, it's my favorite because it's jam-packed with toxic masculinity. It's my favorite because I award it with the least big dick energy award, which I should give out in real life, to be honest. And lastly, I don't think I have a lastly. Oh, nope, I don't. Here we go. A 56-year-old man from Florida shot his doctor twice in the chest, and I'm gonna tell you why. Milo fled the state of Florida on the day of the incident, which took place on August 22nd. Luckily, the doctor that he shot survived the gunshot wounds and has now fully recovered. Milo, who was a car salesman in Jacksonville and disappeared without a trace, he is now a fugitive, and some people think he has probably left the U.S. Now, this is what went down. The doctor he shot says he had been doing a prostate exam for over 30 years and men come all the time during the prostate exam and has nothing to do with sexuality. Milo needs help. This is what the poor doctor had to say. I understand that Milo was shocked by what happened to him. An orgasm meant something sexual had taken place between us and he became very aggressive, ordering me to apologize and say no homo. Ah! I did not see that part! Get out! Oh my god! What? No idea. <laughs> Cutie. The doctor didn't even know what a homo meant. Oh, I'm dying. I need to take a second here. His 29-year-old girlfriend said he called her and said, Hasta la vista, and she never heard from him. His number was out of service after that call. He hated homosexuals, is what the girlfriend says. And she said, I know that, but the shooting, I never thought he'd take it that far. Word of advice to a woman who's willing to date someone who hates a group of people for no absolute reason. You're a fucking dumbass as well. When they spoke to Milo's assistant, who's a man in his mid-twenties, he obviously explained that Milo was majorly homophobic and that he would force people to say no homo when they made eye contact with him, even if it was just accidental or even if they just touched his hand by mistake. <gasps> this is a PSA for men who think like Milo or for men in general who don't really know their own bodies. Let me tell you a little something. The prostate is like the male G-spot and it carries semen. It is very sensitive and when it is touched and massaged, you get an orgasm with almost no effort. The prostate is only accessible through the anus and that's not very comfortable for most men. But if you get comfortable with it, you would be having a good time. Life is short and you should have as many orgasms as possible without toxic masculinity or judging yourself for enjoying it. I mean, I... Holy shit, that story was outrageous. To be perfectly honest, I had scheduled a Q&A uh, as the second part of this episode, but I feel like I can't top it. Ew! <laughs> God, I really enjoyed that one. But like, you know, no homo, even with that joke. <laughs>